I'm Chelsea. I'm Marquise. I'm Gina. We are CMG, and this is the CMG Podcast. the CMG podcast and I know you're probably wondering what is CMG <laughs> what that stand for um well CMG stands for conversations to mend the gap because that's what we're trying to do all right so I'm the C I'm Chelsea hi <laughs> um I'll tell you a little bit about myself I like movies tv shows a little bit of anime um I like singing and shaking my butt who is everything good about life? I like uplifting people, and I'm a work in progress, progressing every day. Yes, girl, you're not super. Okay, well, I'm the M. <laughs> I'm Marquise, and um, I'm a Gemini. You know, we get a bad rap, but I'm a good person. You know, people love me for it. Mm-hmm. We do. They love me. Um, but yes. I like artsy stuff sometimes, you know. I got to get, like, my focus together. I'm trying to get my life together. Might go get another degree. But that costs money, you know. Life struggles. But I'm just trying to figure stuff out. You know, I'm growing. Moving forward. About to pass it to the G. <laughs> I'm the G. G, 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 so here the G stands for Gina. <laughs> it stands for Janice. But my real name, yes, my real name is Janice. But I'm starting to go by Gina, so this transition is really hard for the C and the M, but I'm <laughs> really gonna get it one day. Um I'm a mom to a tiny human. Um I'm Leo. Hey, Leo Gang Gang. Oh, yeah. also Woo-hoo. a Leo. Yeah. Let me see. Chelsea. I guess I can use your real name. Yep. I mean, I say my name. Yeah, Chelsea the Leo. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> um, You're creative. I'm creative. She is. I like to thrift and. She thrift hard, y'all. Go shopping. Uh-huh. And I like to paint, listen to music. I went to school. For interior design and entrepreneurship. <laughs> Trying to do something with that, but yeah, that's all. That's all I got to say about me. We just gonna jump right on in. Yes. Yeah. I'm living my best life. Yeah, yeah. I'm living my best life. Made a couple M, you know. I said, I'm living my best life. I'm living my best life. Made a couple M's with my best friends. Turned on my L's in the lessons. You see the whip pulling up, it's like screw. Dreams pulling up, I'm like screw. I'm living my best life. It's my birthday. At least that's what I'm Today we are talking about living for you and like living your best life. For lack of other terms. Living my best life. And basically just living your truth and knowing exactly who you are and walking in that. Mm-hmm. And not living your life for nobody else mm-hmm. but yourself. 
Speaker on it. Oh, we felt that this was an important topic to touch on because it seems like in life and especially around your 20s, you're trying to please everybody around you, maybe your family, whoever raised you, and maybe you feel like you owe them something or they just kind of push their own agendas on you and you don't feel like there's another way to live life. But then, you know, they got me thinking, how about you live it the way you want to live it? You know, <laughs> that that's the whole thing. And um, I feel like living life for yourself can bring out a certain sense of, well, a sense of self. Because when you start to do things the way that you want to do it, you have that moment of kind of self-actualization. And you realize like, oh, this is what it feels like to actually be the person that I want to be. You feel like a weight has been lifted off of you. And I just feel like that's a really important part of life. I would agree. Mm -hmm. Um, I think growing up, I'm going to speak for myself, but um, growing up, my parents would always tell us like what to wear, like what to believe, how to treat people. And I think what lacked was the conversation about what you're going to do. Like when you're grown, like you then have the power to choose what you want to be, what you want to do, how you want to live your life, like what you want to do with your life people you interact with like that's what you're gonna that's what's gonna fall on you when you're grown basically like when you leave the house and you basically have no say no one's telling you like what to do anymore it's just like all right so go ahead do what you want but um along with that comes a lot of responsibility and a lot of accountability um on yourself so you need to be comfortable with the decisions you make and be comfortable with what you choose to be because all in all, it's in your hands now. Um, I feel like um, to connect with what you said about like parents and um, them like telling you what to do, telling you who you should be or how you should treat people. I feel like it's not, sometimes it's not like a good balance in households in terms of like giving your children like the opportunity to be independent and be independent thinkers while still like establishing like respect because of course you're living in someone else's household. And so it's not like, you know, you could live your life the way that you want to live it, especially if it's not in accordance with like their household beliefs because they don't want to pay the bills. And so unfortunately during that time, you have to like follow their rules and live by their standards, at least when you're under that roof. But I think that parents nowadays need to find like a good balance so that your child still has like the space to be them while still being respectful. But if your child is not really into something that you're into, that doesn't mean that you should like force feed them this thing and like shove it in their face like you don't have no options. Even if you told me you don't like it, it don't matter. Because this is what we do. This is how my family raised me. And this is what you're supposed to do. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, when you were talking about when you was little, I was thinking, let me let me share a little bit. 
about me a little bit. Okay. I feel like literally all my life, I never had the opportunity. I never was given the opportunity to be independent. It's like every step away. Obviously, like when you're young, like elementary school, high school-ish, people are going to be making decisions for you to some degree. But it's like even when I got older and was like 18, I still didn't have control over certain things. Like the whole me getting a job to get a car. My dad and Raymond got me a car, which I'm grateful for. Not ungrateful. Very grateful. But it's like I was looking forward to doing that so I can say I did that. I can say I was able to accomplish this thing for myself. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, it just seemed like still I'm dependent on other people for so many things. And again, it's like I'm very grateful because it's like I don't know how to do certain things on my own just yet. But that don't that's not to say that I can't learn how to do it. Mm-hmm. But it's like the fact that it's already kind of sort of taken care of, it's not really making me feel like I need to take the initiative. Well, for a long time, I never felt like I needed to take the initiative in order to stand on my own two feet. And it's like, now I'm just, I'm ready to do that, though. And it's a freeing feeling, because, like, literally, like we was just kind of saying before, I'm taking my life in my own hands. Mm-hmm. And... Like Janice just said, it's a lot of responsibility. And for forever in life, I have been terrified of responsibility because I'm afraid of messing up because it's my life. And I felt I did feel some kind of comfort in knowing that somebody else that already been through it is helping me and making the decisions for me. So it's taking off the load. If it blow up in my face, I can't be like, well, I didn't like I made the decision. No, you made it. So it's not really my fault. Mm-hmm. But it's like now I'm becoming comfortable with taking on responsibility and allow myself to make those mistakes because and it's just tied to a whole nother thing it's just like i've been scared my whole life so it's like responsibility is scary but i'm getting over that so it's like not being fearful of mistakes and looking at mistakes as growth and mistakes as a good thing and Mm -hmm. failure isn't a bad thing because without failure you cannot be successful Mm -hmm. and instead of looking at it like oh i just failed and that's it i'm done it's like no okay maybe i didn't successfully do this one thing but what did i do in this area that I could change the next time mm-hmm. in order to make it more successful. And if I fail again, you just kind of sort of keep on this trial and error. You just keep trying until you find out what works for you. And it is scary, but in the end, the reward is really rewarding. <laughs> <laughs> but to piggyback off of what you were saying, I think that's the beauty of being in your 20s because it's like, you don't really have to depend on your parents or whoever anymore. It's like, all right, now you get the freedom to choose. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you. some people went off to college, they graduated, and now it's like, okay, now what do I want, what do I want to do next? Like, mm-hmm. I have this degree that I can put to use, or if not degree, experience, or whatever. Like, I've had time to think about what it is I want to do with my life, and now I can do it. Mm-hmm. And even though it might not be so clear like the steps would like how to do it or what you gotta do next or where to go or whatever it's like you get to figure it out on your own and I think once you figure it out it's more rewarding because you get to see like I really did that like I took the steps I researched this I put a down payment on this like it, it's all you so I think that's what is really like rewarding in that sense um but also being able to prove or to show your parents like 
I was able to do this like without your help mm-hmm. and the naysayers <laughs> <laughs> but I was able to do this and this is this is what I'm proud of like mm-hmm. it may not be exactly what you saw for me mm-hmm. but it's what I saw for myself and it's what I decided and I did that yes. <laughs> hello now I'm gonna just chime in real quick while you're there. When you were saying, um, when you accomplish all those things, I have both something. Basically, when you want to do something for yourself and then you do the research or you do whatever it is you need to do to get to that point, that just further reinforces that notion of independence and Mm. that you are capable Mm -hmm. of being able to stand on your own. So it's like when you continuously are going through situations where it's kind of like, oh my gosh, what do I do? And then you figure it out. That just reinforces the fact that you are resilient. And as people, we have resilience. We just have to chime into it and mm-hmm. use it and put it to use. I just said that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, but what, you, what you're saying is exactly true because it's not like you just accomplishing things and proving it to other people. Like, you're not only breaking the expectations of other people, you're also proving it to yourself. Because, especially when you're hearing, like, you can't, you won't, that's not going to work. Mm-hmm. Oh, this this a trash idea. Oh, um, this will never, you'll never be this or you'll never be that. And it's not people that's, like, supporting your dreams or your goals. It can start to, like, sink into to your own thoughts, like, inevitably. Mm-hmm. If you hear something enough, you won't start to like believe it mm-hmm. about yourself or about like your capabilities. And so when you can prove to them, whoever they are, they don't want to see you win, but you're going to win anyway. Mm-hmm. And when you win, mm-hmm. you're proving to them that you can do it and to yourself that whatever they were saying ain't valid because they don't know what you're capable of. Mm-hmm. They don't know what you could do. They ain't seen you in your true form. Mm-hmm. And you only got greatness, you know, mm-hmm. to grow towards. But I think all that negativity that you do here kind of fuels, mm-hmm. like, the drive in you. So it makes you want to do it even more. Like, not even, like, to be rebellious. It's like, this is what I want to do, so I'm going to do it. Like, I know I can do it, so what you're saying isn't, it's not relevant. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it can be crippling, crippling, yeah. very crippling. And so I feel like you have to take it upon yourself to take care of yourself, to love yourself, to really feed yourself and build yourself up so that it's not crippling. And so you can have the um, energy and strength to do what you want to do, because it's not easy. First of all, let's, let's start there. It's not easy. It's like It's a struggle, a real struggle. A daily struggle. But you are. Um, you are worth it. And you was talking about um, <laughs> um, people not supporting your dreams and aspirations and everything. Mm-hmm. Y'all might be tired of me saying this, but it just keep reminding me of my fault. But y'all, let me tell you how. <laughs> to be a nail technician right and my father literally just told me that um he would support me through anything he support the decisions that I make and then I'm like oh I think I might want to go to school to be a nail technician he was like oh I can't support that and I'm just like bruh you just was like you can but it's and it's like my, my relationship with my father isn't the best relationship it got better over the years but and I say that to say like his opinion 
isn't a hundred percent important to me, but it still hit me in a way that when he said that it just kind of added to my negative self-talk and things like that. And when we were talking about how when people say things negative to you, how that can fuel you. For me personally, it didn't fuel me. It broke me down. It made me feel like I really could not do stuff. And I just had a defeated type of mindset. But I've always worked on talking to myself more positively and trying to counter my negative self-talk because I know at the end of the day, that's mostly what it is. And it is really power in changing your mindset and how you think of things. So even in, so now it's like now that I'm at a point where I'm ready to try and do things on my own and take my life into my own hands, it's like I still think about him saying how he don't think that that's like the road that I need to go down and he can't support that because like it doesn't seem lucrative or whatever. I don't feel defeated about that anymore. I feel empowered because I'm like, okay, well, that's your opinion. That's what you think. But I know that this is something I like to do. I know that I can make money off of this if I give it my all and if I practice. And also, I have been going through other situations that have reinforced that notion that when I do put forth certain effort, then success will come from it. So, just want to say that little piece. Yes, it is. Um, I think to like relate to what you said about them not understanding how it could be lucrative. I feel like they lived in a day and time where, not to say like they mad old, but they, <laughs> but they lived in a day and time. in a <laughs> Where. No offense. No to older listeners. Sorry. Not at all. Okay. They lived in a day and time where their technology wasn't where ours is now. Mm-hmm. So they don't understand like promoting things on Instagram, Twitter. Like they don't understand how. Like, YouTubers, like, literally blow up and basically build a whole empire off of YouTube, like, starting off on YouTube. They don't mm-hmm. understand, like, that whole hustle that we understand because we've seen it, <clears throat> and they just don't get it. So, I feel like we have to show them, like, exactly how, and I guess that's why it's a disconnect, and they're like, mm, how you gonna make money doing nails? Like, mm-hmm. how? Mm-hmm. But, sir... You know how much people spend on them? Literally. My old counselor's niece live in Arizona. And she got her whole entire house. Like, it's like a real nice big house. And she worked out her house. And she like got like two, three kids. They in school. Like, she take care of a whole family and household. And she do nails. It's a lucrative business. It is. People pay to look good. Nails, hair, um, the lash technicians... The people that's estheticians mm-hmm. make a lot of money. And because it's like a non-traditional field, mm-hmm. people can't see that. Like, right. if you want to be a nail artist, you can make somebody's salary in a few months. Mm-hmm. Depending on who nails you're doing, for real, for real. Right. You can make that salary in like a week. Mm-hmm. It just depends. Because mm-hmm. it's a faster moving business. And it's like your rates could just vary depending on your skill and your portfolio and all of the things that you've already done to show for yourself. But they just can't see non-traditional things being lucrative. And it's unfortunate because a lot of people have like put their dreams on the back burner because it's like, well, I mean, I can't do this because you're not going to support me or like the parents that do the whole thing like 
if you go to school for music, you need to, you know, I'm yeah, not going to pay for it. I'm not going to help you pay for school. I'm not going to help you do this. Or, oh, no, you're not following the path that I want you to follow. So, get out. Get out, <laughs> literally. It's yeah. best to just be like, well, you're not my child no more. Like, right, like, it's on you. You got to go. <laughs> like, you ain't going to school to get something that I feel like is traditional enough. Right. Insufficient enough. You want to be an art major. Um, you want to be a music major. Mm-hmm. You want to go to like learn some trade that ain't a traditional trade. Like if it ain't like welding or something, woodwork, mm-hmm. construction, like something that they can see as being beneficial. Mm-hmm. It's like non-existent. And so, like Janice said, we gotta show them that like I'm trying to have multiple streams of. <laughs> revenue and income. So um it's gonna be this business here, this business here. Yeah, I got a degree and I'm gonna use it. However, with most degrees it take a while for you to make the money that you they you know that you thought you was gonna be making. <laughs> Cause fresh out of college you ain't making what you what or you're jobless and working jobs that you don't want to work. <laughs> That's a whole nother podcast. That is. It's another episode. <laughs> but yeah, it's a podcast episode. <laughs> <laughs> they don't understand that, like, we don't have it laid out for us. So for most people, parents, I feel like they went to school and then either they went to college or they went into a trade. But, like, getting into the workforce was so much easier and, like, making money was, like, a standard that was set. Like, you knew you was going to make this much. But you could have whatever experience. And maybe they want to pay you twelve fifty, Maybe they want to pay you $25 an hour. Maybe you get a salary job. Maybe you don't even get benefits. Like, it's so much variability mm-hmm. in what you get that you have to be creative with where you fit into the workforce. Mm-hmm. And create your own lane. Mm-hmm. You got to create your own field. And if somebody can't see your vision, you got to make space for it. Two things. Um, When you were saying the thing about when you first come out of college and you think, like, you're going to be getting all this other stuff, that's, like, kind of with anything, though. Mm -hmm. Coming out of college or even if you want to do hair or whatever, it's going to take time to build up clientele. It's going to take time to build up experience for whatever degree that you just got. So either way you go, you're starting at the bottom. You literally have to climb to the top at some point. Mm -hmm. Literally. Mm -hmm. It's just in some situations, like, due to social media, you may have more opportunities for, like, exposure. Whereas, like, with jobs, it's like, either you qualify or you're not. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, you can finesse a little bit, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. with certain fields. Yeah. Continue. And then, um, and then it just reminded me of this thing that I saw that Jay-Z was talking about. He was in some interview, and he was just, like, people around him... Well, he was talking to people around it was something about people around him saying how you can't do this that and a third but they're just afraid because they couldn't get to where they wanted to get to so they're pushing their fears onto you mm-hmm. and like we were saying earlier they don't know what we capable of mm-hmm. so at the end of the day you just gotta show them i definitely think it matters like who you surround yourself with mm-hmm. like you need to surround yourself with like-minded people and not just like-minded people that are on the same mission as you, but like people you know are on a mission of their own, 
that are trying to get to the top. Like, if they don't want to go nowhere, if they don't want to improve, if they want to stay where they at, you don't need to be around them because you're trying to get somewhere. Like, I'm not saying y'all can't be friends, y'all can't be cool, whatever. But you trying to get somewhere and you want to get out of the situation that you're in. So you can't be surrounded by people that are going to constantly like knock you down or throw doubts in your head because it's going to affect you and it's going to put a damper on what you're trying to do with your plans and you don't have time for that. Like you got something to prove. So, but to piggyback off of what you were saying about um, parents like trying to force what they want you to do on them. Like some parents want you to go to school and become a doctor or like marry a doctor or be an architect or something they see as lucrative. But like if even if you if they push you to go to school for that and it's not exactly what you want to do, you can still do exactly what you want to do like on the side like that could be a side hustle. It could be whatever you choose to make it. Like, you can incorporate it in your career somehow. Like, you don't have to be so traditional as to where, oh, I'm a doctor. I have patients. I see patients. They go. I get another patient. Like, it doesn't have to be so routine. You can switch it up. Like, you can literally create a new avenue and it can bring you money. Like, I don't know. I just feel like every career shouldn't be the same career. It shouldn't be the same position. Because if everybody doing the same thing the same way, how are we ever going to change the way things are done? Like, you can be the change that, like, that you want to see, basically. Mahatma Gandhi. <laughs> the change in the world mm-hmm. that you want to see. But yeah, we can. Uh. And just jogging back to something real quick. When you was when Janice said, just want to make sure they can post talk to. When Janice said, um, surround yourself with like-minded people. I was always afraid to surround myself with people that wanted more, because I was always comfortable with like average, <laughs> and it seemed like people that always strive for more, they get rid of people like me. And I'm just like, why would I bring you into my life when you just go and leave? And also rejection, that hurts. But when she was explaining it, like, it's not necessarily getting rid of people that's okay with average. And, like, when I say I'm okay with average, it's not like I'm just like, oh, like, I just want, I don't know. I don't even know a good analogy. But it's not like I'm not striving for anything. It's just... Certain things that Janice and Marquise might strive for might be different from what I'm striving for. Like, maybe their main goal right now is to build money and stuff like that. But my main goal right now is to work on my mental health. It's not to say that I don't want money, but that's just not, like, my main focus at this point in life. And just because our goals are somewhat different, we still striving towards something. So, the idea of just, like, cutting people out just because you don't think that they are ambitious enough or hungry enough for what you think they should be hungry for, that's not okay. It hurts. It hurts, guys. <laughs> and um, But, um, yeah, just 
having people around you that's gonna uplift you because and regardless of like if our goals are different i've always been that person where it's like as long as i see that somebody trying it's like i f with you like you working towards something and that's good and i'm gonna always uplift somebody so having people in your life that's gonna uplift you no matter what that's always good i agree i agree with that (laughs) but i think you brought up an important point of working on your mental health Mm -hmm. because all of this is irrelevant if you can't even get yourself together Mm -hmm. like if you can't mentally like push yourself because that's what you're gonna have to do you're gonna have to push yourself but if you can't do that it's gonna throw everything off and you're gonna feel like you're not doing enough or you trying but you just can't get nowhere mm-hmm. so i feel like that's where the whole self-care self-discovery self-reflection mm-hmm. all that comes in because you got to get yourself together first like you are the most important person to you right hey. now. Mm-hmm. yeah like, even if you have a lot of other people in your life that you need to take care of or care for you need to know that you can't fully care for them until you care for yourself. Because mm. so, if your heart ain't right, mm-hmm. you ain't going to be right. Mm-hmm. If your mind ain't right, yeah. you ain't going to be right. You got to get that together first. Yeah. Literally, I am in the thick of it. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. Oh, you can't fix nothing until you fix yourself. Mm-hmm. You got to work on you first. And you got to be patient with yourself yeah too don't be too hard on yourself and i'm not just saying this about like outwardly like hey people that's listening don't be too hard on yourself it's like with all of us in our friend group it's like we got to be patient with ourselves while we're on each of our individual journeys it's like get yourself some room to breathe Mm -hmm. you going mess up you know you're gonna mess up you human Mm -hmm. everything ain't gonna be peachy Mm -hmm. you're gonna have off days and maybe you're not going to feel the best some days. But you got to be patient with you. And then remember to give yourself the space to, like, grow and, you know, to feel whatever you need to feel. Or if you need to take a step back, be willing to do that. But you have to know where you are and, like, know where you are mentally and where you are physically and emotionally to know, like, okay, well, maybe... This isn't the right time. Like, maybe this isn't the time for this. And maybe I need to work on my mental more than getting this money right now. Or, mm-hmm. you know. Literally, the whole saying about being gentle with yourself. Yeah. It's for real. Like, the way I had to start looking at it, because I am my own worst critic. Like I said before, negative self-talk. That has literally been me from when I was nine years old up until my 20s. And I'm 24. It has been that long I've been talking to myself like I don't like myself. So it's like when I started to combat the negative thoughts with positive thoughts, and I did that on a daily basis, I started looking at myself differently and I started feeling better about myself. And it's a really, really, really good feeling. And then I had to remind myself, or just think about in those moments when I'm about to be mean to myself or when I'm about to be like, you can't do this, you can't do that, you can't even get out of bed and do X, Y, and Z. Like, why do you think you can do all this stuff? It's like, I try to think about how how would I have this conversation with another person outside of me? Mm-hmm. And it's crazy how we always treat people outside of us better than we treat ourselves. Mm-hmm. So I started looking at it like, how would you say this to Janice? How would you say this to Marquise? How would you say this to one of your other best friends? And then when I had that conversation with myself as if I was them... 
it was much nicer <laughs> and um I felt more uplifted like I uplifted myself in that moment so cha- literally changing your perspective is a big thing and how you talk to yourself is a big thing because also like we said before if you if you continuously say something about yourself you're gonna believe it so if you continuously saying all these negative things just imagine where you could be and how great your mindset could be if you told yourself positive things on a regular daily basis Hmm. when you was talking about thinking about um your self-talk and like how you would say something to me or Janice versus how you would say it to you and like trying to adopt that um for yourself um it made me think about how like with friends they want the best for like their friends mm-hmm. like I want the best for y'all mm-hmm. but sometimes you don't always like I don't always like take the best for me like I'm not always like Marcus you need the best too mm-hmm. like you want them to have the best but you should have the best too like mm-hmm. you should have the best of everything just like you want them to have the best so you got to treat yourself like you would treat the people you love because you're trying to get to a space where you love you like you love mm-hmm. everybody else, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I think um, along with, like, trying to give yourself the best, you need to kind of get outside of your comfort zone because you can't be comfortable and trying to improve at the same time because it's not going to work out. Like, any change is uncomfortable. Like, good or bad, it just... I don't know why, but you just have a strange feeling about it and it's uncomfortable. But I think just trying to be patient and trying to understand that the change, whether it's good or bad, it's going to happen. Like, change is inevitable. And you just need to accept it. Um, But while you're accepting it, you need to still give yourself time and like spend some time alone with yourself to see what it is that you actually like, like find out a little bit more about yourself, Um, get to know yourself and really see what makes you happy, like what you enjoy, try new things, like just explore yourself and that way you're more comfortable knowing what you like, like what you don't like, what you like to do. Um, You can find people who enjoy the same things you like to do and it makes change in certain situations more comfortable in that way, knowing that you have other people to support you and knowing you are able to adapt to change and it won't, you won't change into this whole new person. Like you'll know a little more about yourself throughout Mm -hmm. the whole situation. Um, you said words, and I remember them. (laughs) (laughs) When you was like, um, change and how it's hard. For my movie people, who feel like life is a movie, (laughs) um, like, (laughs) change is really scary, and... Literally, anytime I had to make a tough decision, a hard decision, I always felt like it would be like that moment in a movie where the character at the end, everything done built up to this moment and you see all this intensity and it's just like, are they ready to do it? They ready to make this change? And then they just like blow up or they finally do the thing or leave that person behind. And it's just this momentous occasion. 
And I always felt like I needed, like it was going to feel that way when it was time for me to make that decision in life. And if I didn't feel that, then maybe I shouldn't be making that decision. Mm-hmm. Some of that also is fear-based as well. And it kept me in certain situations I probably should have let go of. But recently, there was a a person that I had to let go of that I love like a lot. And I did not, the, we we were texting and they asked me, do you really not want me in your life? And my automatic response in my mind was no, like I want you here. But then I had to stop and think, what will this person being in my life do for me? What does it add into my life? Because literally being around this person is only going to upset me. It's only going to put me in a bad place. And I need to put myself first and love myself first. And having them around isn't showing myself love. Hmm. So in that moment, I had to take a minute. I had to stop texting, think about it. And I responded. And I was honest, like, no, I would love for you to be these things. But I can't have you around because you do X, Y, and Z to me. And I need to put myself first. And you being in my life does not show that I'm caring about myself. So, yeah, you need to go. And literally before I sent it, everything in me was like, don't send it. Don't do it. And I sent it. And no part of my being felt okay about sending it. No part of me felt good about sending it. I felt so sad. I cried. I called my mother after because I needed somebody to talk to because I was just so hurt about what I just did. Like, this person not going to be here no more. But then again, I had to combat that thinking and rely on my resiliency um, because the reality of the situation is they weren't helping me progress and me putting them out of my life was going to add to my growth even though it hurt and even though I really did not want to do it and it was not that movie moment it was still a moment that needed to happen and I recognized it I became aware of it in that moment and I made it happen and literally a couple minutes after I let all that out and I cried and I talked to my mother I um I felt better because it again just reaffirmed my resiliency and when I thought about the benefits of this it made me happy because I'm like, yo, this is literally like your first step to really showing yourself that you love yourself. And that, and that in itself is reinforcing the notion that like, I know I have worth and I know that I love myself. And that's like starting that relationship with myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, y'all, we grown. <laughs> we grown. It's got a clap for a little. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. Because change is hard. It is. It's really hard. And I know that was tough for you. It was. I know that was tough for you. Um, I am super proud <laughs> of you being able to take to take the time to think through a situation that impacts you, whether whatever your decision was. I'm just proud that you like had your moment in time to mm-hmm. be like, I'm going to figure this out mm-hmm. about what's best mm-hmm. for me. Because you see the, you want the best for your friends. I want the best for you. I want the best for you, Chelsea. I want the best. And I'm happy that you said and was like, hmm, what is the best for me right now? Like, what's good for my soul and my spirit and my happiness and my peace? Oh my God, how much it hurt. Yeah. I'm, I'm proud of you. The benefits outweigh the pain. Yeah. Even though pain seems like it's forever. It's not, it's just a moment. It's just a moment. You can get past the moment. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm also into suicide prevention and awareness as well, which is why I'm just saying it's a moment and you can get past it. Just saying. 
We're smiling at each other. <laughs> <laughs> so it's quiet. You know, you gotta smile at your friends sometimes. Sometimes they just do stuff and you're like, just be like that. Girl, mm, I'm proud of you. Like, who the fuck told you about that? Like, let me find out. Teach me some. Mm-hmm. 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 Lisa, that is beautiful. I feel like it definitely starts with the decision to want to change. Mm-hmm. Because you can want to do anything, but if you don't actually do it, oh. it ain't going to get done. The year of the do. It, the year 2020. Hmm. CMG decided that 2020 <laughs> was the year of the do. The do. The do. I know it sounds like D E W. The do. Two. But two. it's the But yeah, so twenty twenty is the year of the do and we just decided we're gonna do it. Like we've been talking about doing so much and looking back like how long we've been talking about stuff? Like we just like how long we've been wanting to do this, 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 mm-hmm. this, this. And it's just like, well, why we ain't do it yet? Like, what Mm -hmm. what we waiting for? Mm -hmm. So, yes, the year to do, we're doing what we want to do. (laughs) And we're holding each other accountable. Like, we made vision boards. We see what we want to get done, what we want to accomplish this year. And we're holding each other accountable. We're setting deadlines. We're telling each other, like, this is what I need to do. We're going to check back in on this date. If I haven't done it by this date, we could fight. Like, we could fight. <laughs> the universe is all of everything. We, we can fight. We can fight. If you ain't do what you're supposed to do, we can fight. We can fight. <laughs> but we just hold each other accountable and getting stuff done. And I think everyone needs that account- accountability partner mm-hmm. because you can't do everything on your own. Mm-hmm. And that's hard for that's me. That's a lot coming from her. That's hard for mm-hmm. me. That's hard. You Mess- yelling. Message. <laughs> Message. Message. Yes. I struggle with that a lot. Um <laughs> <laughs> But I'm working on it. Work in progress. Mm-hmm. But yeah. You can't do everything on your own. Mm-hmm. So you need help sometimes. And it's okay. Mm-hmm. So I heard. To reach out. <laughs> it is okay. <laughs> to reach out for help. No, but for real it is. It's okay to get help. Because that's what we're here for. Like, if you were supposed to do everything on your own, you would just be by yourself living in a hole. And that's boring. Unacate for something. You would go crazy. And this point, you would go crazy. Cause no physical human contact. Mm. Literally, I've even saying. Girl. Mm. Mm. Um, when you were saying how you struggle with that, I kind of sort of struggle with doing stuff all the time. <laughs> Cause if I could, I would just lay around all day and watch movies. If I could. No. Um, so I'm gonna say this thing. I was supposed to text y'all and let y'all know. <laughs> That I was thinking about buying some nail supply stuff. I just ain't doing it yet. And what? I ain't pick a specific date to Mm-mm. do it all yet. We're going to pick a podcast. <laughs> People, we're going to pick a date right now. But hold on, because I don't got no money. <laughs> we can pick a far date. 
We just need to pick a date. And now it's so cheap. <laughs> it's real cheap. <laughs> pick a date. It's like, no. Um, you want two weeks? I thought about getting it. Probably, like, ordering it, like, February? the week after my half birthday. What? So, the 10th. Something like that. Around so, that so, the 10th? Oh, yeah. Okay. At least by then. The 10th. Uh-huh. Did you add it to your calendar? Oh. Oh, that's the real deal. <laughs> Y'all are witnessing accountability. Uh-huh. We not playing games 2020. Not this year. Not at all. Have nail stuff. And I'm saying have nail stuff, but it's really good to be really specific and intentional. So when I get a moment, mm-hmm. I'm going to write down exactly what it is I want to get. Mm-hmm. I'm going to write down exactly how I'm going <laughs> to use it. And yeah, setting goals and making them measurable. It's not just BS that they just be saying. It really is a thing and it really works. Did I cut into your thoughts on when I threw No, no, no. That's what I was going to say. Okay, I was just making sure. I'm sorry. We, we holding accountable 2020. Mm-hmm. And when anything come up, it's like, okay, you want to do this? When we doing it? When it's happening? It's scary being around people that's about stuff. When you scared to be about it sometimes. <laughs> but it's real helpful. Like, literally, if I ain't had them, I would just be in my house right now. Watching TV. About to go to work. Doing nothing. That's good because you have ambition <laughs> to do things. Like you have things that you want to do. Mm-hmm. It's just you know you need a little, a little push. You gonna mm-hmm. be a little push. A little push. Cause I need a little push too. The almighty push. Ooh. I'm sorry. I was thinking about Naruto. <laughs> My bad. I'm sorry. Y'all might get the reference. <laughs> but I don't. We don't get it. <laughs> I guess just to close this out uh-huh. and to bring everything to a close. Full circle. <laughs> Full one. <laughs> Live for you. Not your mother, not your father, not your sister, not your boyfriend, your girlfriend for you. Mm-hmm. Because it's your life. Mm-hmm. You only get one. You don't know when it's over. You don't know if you're going to wake up tomorrow mm. and then at your funeral you like Mm. what I do <laughs> you looking down there like what I done did with that life there <laughs> mm-hmm. I did not one thing I wanted to do because you was waiting um, for the perfect time the perfect moment to when everything was right or perfect or whatever so you ain't do it but now you did and you <laughs> you well, can't do sucks. shit <laughs> <laughs> but um Chelsea <laughs> Just threw it in my mind. She like, what if you got a baby? Because <laughs> people feel like they got to live for their kids once they have them. Which you do. Fuck, thank you. She's like, no. <laughs> She's kidding. She's kidding. I'm totally joking Just here. Kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. But no. Like I said before, you can't, you can't love who you want to love or provide for who you want to provide for if you don't have yourself together. Like, in the back of my mind, it's like, dang, I got a whole child. Like, I can't I'll be out here, like, really grinding, working five jobs and, like, trying to do this, that. When I'm going to have time for my kid? When I'm going to make dinner? When I'm going to take them to daycare? Like, how am I going to do all this? But it's like, you have to make time. You can't be like, oh, well, I have a kid, so can't, do can't that. go to the gym. 
can't do that. I can't get a second job. Like, you have to make sacrifices. And even though it may affect your child right now, like, yeah, he don't see you as much. You have to think about in the long run how it's going to benefit you and your child. Because for one, it ain't easy. But if you make the necessary sacrifices now, you're going to see and stay consistent. <laughs> you're going to see the um, like end results and you're going to appreciate the sacrifices you made. And they're going to appreciate, hopefully, the sacrifices you made um, so that y'all are in a better place. Because if you just keep going, you're working your 9 to 5 every day, you just like trying to make ends meet, which I get. But you're not doing anything else to better your situation or better your circumstance in the future. You're probably still going to be working at 9 to 5 in X amount of years. And, and it's unhappy coming home. Potentially taking it out on your child. Taking it mm. out on them. And they like, Mom, like, I ain't do nothing. <laughs> right. Mm. So, it's a balance. You definitely need a village to raise a child. Just mm-hmm. going to throw that out there. Don't try to do it by yourself. Because it's hard. And they will definitely see you struggling. <laughs> when you was talking, you said a few things that, like, triggered some things for me. Um, but when you was just talking about living and, you know, working your 9 to 5, barely getting by, um, the thing I want to throw in is that, like, you have to remember to live and not just survive mm-hmm. in space. Like, you're here to live a life, not just, like, be here, barely making it. Like, I mean, I'm here. I'm surviving, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I got a place to stay, you know. I got I got some food, you know. It's, it's okay. You're not supposed to just survive. You're supposed to live your life in the way that you see it. That don't mean that your vision got to be anybody else's vision. Mm-hmm. Just because we're talking about all this stuff, that don't mean that all of this is the blueprint or exactly what you have to do because we still figuring it out ourselves. But you need to start somewhere with like living your life for you so that you can be happy or find whatever that happiness is for you. And another thing that you brought up was that it's never going to be the right time. Because mm-hmm. it never is. Like It's always going to be something, someone... Some job, some some anything, some person, some time, or you don't have this, oh, well, I'm a little busy right now, so I can't really do that, or, oh, I don't really know if I could dedicate the time to that. Like, it's never going to be the right time for you to do anything for yourself, and so you just have to find time. Like, you got to make yourself a priority mm-hmm. to find time to be a better you or to be... The best you that you can be, whether that's like working on yourself emotionally, mentally, physically, or if you're working towards like your career goals or whatever goals that you have, you have to find time to dedicate to yourself. You have to make yourself a priority because if not, you just going to continue to be like, oh, well, it's not really the right time for me to do this. Like, mm-hmm. I'll do it later. Mm-hmm. I, I'll do it later. I'm going to just... Mm-hmm. I'm just doing set deadlines, please. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what works for me. I put things on my calendar. If it ain't on my calendar, it ain't happening. Mm-hmm. And it ain't real. So It ain't real. <laughs> <laughs> that's what works for me personally. Honestly, it's the best thing for me because 
if I forget and it's on my calendar, somebody could yell at me about it because I knew it was there. Mm. But if I don't write it down, it ain't happen. It ain't <laughs> we ain't talk about it. Mm-hmm. It ain't there. Mm-hmm. I never said that I was going to do it if, ain't, if it ain't on my calendar. Mm-hmm. So that's my way that I hold myself accountable. Um, when Janice was <laughs> talking about even as a parent, like you got to do all this stuff for yourself. It's like we get that it's hard raising a kid and you need to make sure like they got clothes, food, a house over their head. And granted, there will be moments where it's like you cannot pursue the career that you want to pursue because right now you just need money in order to do this thing for you and your child. But even when times are difficult like that, you can still do little things in the house if it's like 30 minutes or an hour of something that brings you joy. Mm -hmm. Or you could have an hour or 30 minutes of looking up how you can make small steps to get to that career path that you want. It's just literally finding some time, no matter how little, you know, it might seem. It's just really important to make that time and have it be all about just something that brings you some type of joy or that's helping you get to a place that you want to be. Well, basically, you know, live your life for yourself, nobody else. If you got kids, do what you got to do. But, you know, give yourself an hour, hour and a half to do something that bring you joy to help you progress in life. Mm-hmm. And also, to the older people in your life that don't understand your vision, they probably just putting their fears on you or they just really afraid that you're not going to be secure because they just can't understand and they don't see what you see. So at the end of the day... You just got to hone in all your energy and all your wants and dreams and aspirations and just say, okay, well, I'm going to do this for me. And you just going to see the end result because I know it's going to be great. Mm-hmm. And even if you fail, even if you fail, even if it ain't perfect, even if you mess up, don't take that as like validation that you can't do something. It's not. Because mm-hmm. it's not. It's not valid to say like, oh, I tried this time. Or this way and it didn't work so clearly they was right about me not being able to do whatever it is that i'm trying to pursue that's not true that's not accurate you can still do anything maybe you need to figure out a new way it's 2020 mm-hmm. you have endless resources the internet is like endless so you got you got ways to figure anything out mm-hmm. virtually anything and so don't let like a failure make you feel defeated. Like Chelsea said earlier, failure is something that you can learn from. Without failure, you can't have success. Mm-hmm. So remember that that's just a learning moment. Like, okay, I messed up. How can I learn from this? How can I move forward? And what can I do differently next time? And like Marquise just said, how the internet is there. Like you can literally learn anything off the internet. <laughs> anything. Anything. <laughs> Legal, illegal, <laughs> it don't matter. Anything. YouTube, that's You can all. learn anything. So don't let that stop you. Especially, like, even if you do have a child, like, you're like, oh, I can't go to this class. I can't go sit in the classroom with a child, whatever. You can get online and learn whatever you need to do to make small steps towards that. Like, you don't have to start necessarily in a classroom. You don't have to, like do the traditional learning way like you can learn how you learn and still apply it to what you're trying to do 
Um, but to wrap up, for real, don't forget, <laughs> don't forget to just love yourself, spend time um, figuring out yourself, um, treating yourself how you would treat your best friend, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and just paying attention to like what you like, what you're good at, and expressing yourself um, in a way that does not harm you or others. That is very important. Mm. <laughs> what else? <laughs> Lay yourself. Speak positively to you. Mm-hmm. Like she said. Mm-hmm. And you know, keep keep moving forward towards your dream. Mm-hmm. Regardless of anything. Whether it's small steps or big steps. Just try to keep moving forward. Because as long as you're moving, there's progress. Mm-hmm. Literally, as long as you try, that's what counts. Yeah. All right. All right. (laughs) Well, we will see y'all on the next episode of the CMG Podcast. Yeah. (laughs) Thanks for listening to the CMG Podcast. If you like this episode, be sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at CMG Podcast. And join the conversation to connect minds and generations.